tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langsner. All right, we're back. Episode 52 of Mastering Mitzvahs. Michael Langsner, Jordan Marshall here in the Explosive Entertainment office and talking about the hottest topic all over the news right now. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah, man. This thing that nobody even heard of a month ago. I thought it was a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can use one, you know? Like, geez. I mean, but now it's like, uh, you know, the number one topic. So. And, and it's and it's creeping into our area. Um, obviously, you know, we're, as, as a company, we're based out of, uh, you know, New Jersey, out of the Monmouth County area. And it's crazy. I think when things are so far away, you're like, ah, you know, we're good. It can't affect us. And lo and behold, you know, this week we had our, our first hits. So. Yeah. So let's just preface. Not of coronavirus. Yes. People canceling because of coronavirus. Yeah, let's, let's preface this. We're not doctors. We're not lawyers. So whatever we say, don't take us for legal or medical just, advice. Just wash your hands, guys. Come yeah. on. Seriously. But, but let, let's literally talk, you know. Uh, yeah, we lost our first event. The uh, Actually, Jordan, I haven't even told you yet, but we lost our second one Okay. Uh, earlier this morning. Um, so at this point, we have two events that have postponed, not necessarily canceled. But the um, the question is postponed to when because right. we don't know when this whole thing is going to blow over. Right, and um, and the other part is too is that you know like these weren't I mean not that it, you know any event of any size shape style you know that has to kind of detour from their regularly scheduled event is is something that we we handle and we try to take you know very very seriously. Um, but these were mega events, man. Like these were like big. Parties for us. So one Big of events. them was probably in our top ten largest events ever, um, and then the other one is a, a traditional mitzvah. Um, but you know, to any family, mm-hmm. it's one of their top events in their lifetime. So uh, whether it's three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars, whatever it is, I, and that could be actually just the entertainment end. Right. Of it, you know, the tricky part is all the rescheduling. Right. You know, you know, you already sent out invitations. You already sent out, you know, people are flying in town. They got flights, hotels, you know, you've re- reserved entertainment, photography, venue, catering. Mm-hmm. You've re- reserved hotel rooms. Um, you know, how do you redo all of that and with, with the unknown of what date? I think it, it's a great point. And I think that first and foremost, you know, this, this dials all back to your vendors. I think that... You know, in your booking process, when you're looking for, you know, your, your cornerstones for your event, got to do your due diligence. Make sure your vendors are real and flexible. And, you know, when this hits, your vendors can't be panicking. Right. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's got to stay calm for everybody, um, so to speak. So it, it might become a little bit of a therapy session, but definitely, like I said, do your due diligence. And, uh, you know, try to, you know, find vendors that match your vibe match your style that you can talk to and be like, hey, listen, you know, I'm really looking for some guidance here. What do you suggest? How would you handle it? Um, you know, for the most part, and, and not speaking on everybody's behalf, but definitely on us here, you know, we're we're in it for the experience to, you know, obviously create um, this amazing day for, you know, our families and our guests of honor. The last thing we want is any sort of stress, any sort of headache, you know, people panicking, going crazy. So however we can help, right. you know, we, right. we try to too. So, I mean, Jordan, you said it yesterday when we were talking with our yeah. team internally. You said 
we're going to really treat this no different than if it was weather related. Correct. You know, uh, you're party, planning a party in January and the snowstorm hits, you know, what are we going to do? Well, even, even through now, you know, Jan, I'd say January, February, March in our area, that always comes up as a, as a key topic, like, you know, uh, weather and, and what do you guys do? And, and it's a pretty standard, you know, answer. I mean, like we, we always try to mimic and cut and paste whatever event you've developed um, into a new day and time that is, um, you know, in working schedule with our entertainment company, obviously your photography, the venue, you know, it sounds like it's a lot like trying to make sure that out of nowhere, all of your vendors can be available on such and such a day. But it really, I think we've had to do it. I could maybe count on one hand, maybe five times, you know, right. in, in the 15 years. Right. Weddings and mitzvahs that have ever had a reason. I mean, I can't, and I can't remember off the top of my head since we've been doing this, like anything that that's gone off with, you know, with anything less than, than the way it should have, you know? Right, so so I, I want to say this with the utmost confidence mm-hmm. that we as a company are not yeah. going to cancel on our clients. Ever. Ever, um, ever, ever. We will make it there in the snow, the rain, the sleet, the well, hurricane. Well, not, not to dial it back, Mikey, but let's let's talk about, you know, uh, the hurricane that hit. That, Hur- that Hurricane Sandy. Of. Hurricane right. Sandy. We had two mitzvahs uh, two days later. But, and this was Mike and I. This was literally back when we first started to, you know, grind as explosive. And I remember the hurricane hit. We went home. My car drifted off to sea. Um, <laughs> you know, like... It, literally. Literally. Uh, and it was crazy, but we got up. We, we left, I think... Five hours early, four hours earlier from like what it should be to make sure like like we didn't know what roads were closed, we didn't know what was going on. So so actually we had a wedding whose venue was unable to host. Yeah, the they wedding. couldn't even do it. I remember that. And they, they had no electricity, right? They yeah. moved. Yeah. They moved the entire wedding to a different venue. Right. Um, and you know we relocated our event. And, you know, pulled off an incredible wedding. Now listen, you know things happen in these cases, like. I remember I was supposed to go to Princeton mm-hmm. uh, to do a party, and I ended up staying local in Brick and accommodated a different party. And I went to Princeton. And you went to Princeton. Yeah. And, you know, we do what we could do, um, and, and that's the same thing that would happen here. But, and, I, yeah. I mean, man, I get so mad when I see online, my photographer just canceled on me because of corona, my videographer. It happened again today that, you know, somebody hit us up and said, can you help out this client? They just lost their videographer. Yep. Now, Why? Did, did the video here's what I want to know was the photographer or videographer scared of being in a public setting or 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 if they were actually personally affected by the virus that's something okay yeah I can totally relate to that and understand that but now I mean listen what balls I'll say for this professional I think we balls balls I'm, I'm, using, <laughs> I'm using the quotes what balls it takes to cancel on the client it's true now listen God forbid something happens, you call up a client as a professional and say, I'm so sorry, X, Y, and Z occurred, but I've got options A, B, and C for you. Right. You don't cancel on a client. Like that's almost like the, the vendor like making the client a liability now. It's like it's flipped. It's like, yo, well, I'm not coming to your family, but didn't right. didn't I give you my money? Didn't I you know what I mean? Right. Like you're and paying for a service. The service should be Honored. Listen, this this is what gives merit to hiring a company with depth <clears throat> right. and with experience and part of networking groups that have other agencies. I was talking with a uh, close industry partner today, and this morning I drive in, and he said, Mike, you know, why don't we all kind of gear up in case my team gets sick or your team gets sick? Mm-hmm. Let's just be on call to Smart. help each other out. Smart. You know, if if one of my employees, I'm telling my he he literally said, I'm telling my employees. If they feel remotely ill to not show up at a gig, we'll get coverage. 
And you know, he wants to lean on his industry friends to cover. And, and just to touch on that, at that point too, if, if that's something that happens, like I think that as the clients and if you're booking, that's where you you guys kind of hopefully should understand that a little bit. If somebody does feel like they're coming down with something, at that point, maybe you did have your heart set on a certain shooter or a certain talent or something like that. I wouldn't risk it at that point. I right. would I would kind of try to work, being that this is such a, a major issue right now, definitely it's something that we're taking seriously now and, and all, have been taking seriously. I think you should be or try to be a little bit more open-minded to the idea of maybe, you know, the vice president of the company or somebody else that does a really good job. Like right. that's where, like you're saying, the depth and having faith in your company as a brand rather than just a single operating person. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, now, huge. Now listen, all of this comes down to us maintaining our own health, right? Showering regularly, you know, uh, cleaning our hands regularly, mm-hmm. you know, just working out, being healthy people. So you, you know, all that stuff you were taught when you were a kid. Yeah, just, just keep do doing it. it. <laughs> do it. Well, the other thing is too, man. Like we're in a really unique industry as well. And I was, I was actually touched on a little bit yesterday during our production meeting. Like, you know, we're around kids, families, people. Our immune systems are are pretty good. You know right. what I mean? Like. Aside from myself, like, like granted, so when I go away and I, I travel, like, and I, and I hit airplanes and stuff, like, I'll come back with, like, a cold or feel under the weather or something like that. It's pretty typical, but I'll knock it out in a day. Like, it's not putting me out of work for, you know, two weeks, three right. weeks, like, this, this crazy stuff that, that you hear that's going on. You know, like you were saying, take care of yourself. You know, Purell, the masks, I'm totally with it. There's a certain grade. I, I, apparently, there's a certain one that... that you know, everybody's trying to get that's like off the shelves now. And hey, listen, it. a fashion designer could kind of jump in and make, you know, good looking masks. And hazmat suits, bro. It, Sexy you know? hazmat suits. Um, that's, that's what's up. But okay. yeah, just all, all the simple stuff. But at the same time, like I think that everybody's got to like take a deep breath and, and everyone, the vendors, clients, everybody's got to be a little more flexible. Like we got to be more open to like communicate. And, and let, let's in our own rights know, you know, maybe I shouldn't go to the movies this weekend or yeah. maybe I shouldn't take the bus to the city to hang out like you know as professionals let's do what we can to protect ourselves it's the same way that uh, you know I'm not jumping out of a, a, a plane going skydiving you know we're in contract for right. the next three years so like right. just treat it as like you know like this is our lifestyle you know like we do obviously not that it I'd say now that we've been in it for you know 15 years or so it, it happens you know pretty regularly that, that people are calling three years in advance, two years in advance. This is great. We know we're working. You know what I mean? You know this is like our livelihood. So like you said, you know, just handle it like like a professional and, and realize that, hey, you shouldn't be doing that or I shouldn't be going there. Like, why risk it, you know? Right. So here's an interesting one. There's, there's a such thing called event insurance or wedding insurance that clients can go out and buy to protect themselves from the unknown, you know, uh, you know. You get this insurance, and God forbid your—I don't know—the the, the uh, bridal dress factory burns down, and your wedding dress isn't ready in time, or you know the the venue has a, a hurricane, and the venue can't open in time. There's insurance out there to protect you. What I read online just yesterday blew my mind: is that pandemics aren't actually covered in some policies. So wow. Man, this is like that scary stuff. Like when you're you in read, the gray area. We're yeah, in when like... you read your, you gotta read your policies thoroughly. Um, and I bet not all policies have you know it covered or not covered. But did it give you an example of like which ones were doing it or not? I, like... I didn't go too deep into okay. the article, but uh, I that's mean, crazy though. So insurance companies are out there to make money. At 100%. the end of the day, you know they they are for profit businesses. So 
Um, I would encourage anybody to get insurance. I mean, it's minimal. It's probably $200, $300 for a plan to protect yourself on what could be a $50,000 event. Um, but know what it does or does not cover. And unfortunately, a lot of people find it the hard way, just like I did with Hurricane Sandy, that contents in my own home wasn't covered because I didn't, I didn't, I had flood insurance. I didn't realize they needed content specific. So, you know, people do learn the hard way, but like, let this be an eye opener right now that insurance is a good thing to consider to cover you in these cases. Yeah, definitely a great point. That's crazy. I mean, this whole thing and, and, you know, it's kind of the coronavirus, you know, has definitely spawned some, uh, worldwide panic. You know, it's obviously everywhere. People are talking about it and. Uh, you know, I think the big fear is, is that, you know, the event won't be able to be done. You know what I mean? That they're going to be in some situation where someone's not going to honor the date or, you know, like the, the guest count won't be the same that it was. And it's, it's making people panic. Right. You know? So here's what we're doing. If a client needs to, or feels in it uh, feels compelled to reschedule. Mm. Uh, we're taking our deposits and applying them to future dates, um, you know, with, with no penalty to a client. And that's um, for whenever. It doesn't even have to be like by the end of the year. It could be, hey, we have to do it next year for some reason. Right. Cool. No worries. Um, and we know that a lot of our industry friends who are, you know, the elite in the business are, are doing the same thing. You know, everyone's being respectful. But giving back deposits is, is, is kind of out of the question, unfortunately, unless the circumstance is... You know, as you say, blood money, you know, right. somebody does maybe get infected and can't have a party or something like that. Right, or if there's like a death or like, I don't, we're not, we don't believe in keeping you know, that. You but know? Uh, I, just like this insurance company, we're in business to make money too. And, right. you know, I, shout out to, uh, you know, an industry friend, Mike Walter, with his own podcast. He said, you know, I'm, he said, if I had to give back every deposit that I have on the books, he's like, I would bankrupt my company. Yep. And, you know, that's. That's a scary thought. I mean, like... Well, you can also think about it twofold, is that a lot of these decisions to either have the event, switch it up, they're they're kind of game day decisions. People are waiting. Right. You know, so at that point, even the, the deposit, you know, we have crew that's already been booked on that event. Like, the staffing has already been done. In, a, know, lo- in a lot of cases, there's printed materials that print, have already step been Step and repeat for. banners, literature. Commissions yeah. have been paid out, you know... And that's something that I think that the clients don't always realize. They see it as a five-hour, you know, banger. That right. People are dancing like they don't like realize, and it's not bad. It's just that you don't know all the, the back end. Look, let, let, let's, let's the say in the scariest case possible that right. the whole month of April we had to lose all of our events and close our office down. We still pay salaries. Mm-hmm. We still have to pay rent. You know, like mm-hmm. we still have a business to operate, and then all of a sudden the income's not coming in because the events aren't happening. I mean, that's. The world's worst case scenario. It's scary stuff, man. Yeah. It really is. And, and, you know, like, that's that's our, I guess, issue is that, you know, and that that's where we're coming from on that. Because, I, you know, I, I do know that we've had instances, not necessarily with this, you know, it hasn't been from the, from the virus uh, scare, but we've had issues where, you know, certain stuff has happened where clients have, you know, either chosen to go, and go another direction, you know, late in the game or do something, and, and they're really sticking to the fact of why can't I have my money back? And and that's, you know, just a, a blanketed answer of for whatever the issue is, like, that's really why we can't do it. Right, right. So, yeah, man, this is some crazy stuff that we're dealing with. But uh, 
Let, let's ourselves be as healthy as we can. Let's hope that our friends, our families, our listeners are healthy. And, uh, you know, maybe there's one thing to touch on, too, is, you know, reduced guest counts. And it happened this past weekend that the one of our parties had a significant loss mm-hmm. in expected guest count mm-hmm. uh, due to either fear of traveling or fear of being in public place. I think controlling your controlling the area that you know, so to speak, you know, like so if you know you have, you know, family that's flying in from Israel or that's coming in from California, not that you would say, hey, don't come, you know, like, but at the same time, have a real talk and be like, you know, like, hey, you're flying from LAX, you know, one of the most major airports in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? You know, like, uh, we obviously want you here. It's dicey. You know what I mean? Who knows? So, like, these major airports that are that are just, you know, hubs for in and out, connecting flights, people, you know, guests that are coming in, not that it's bad, but, you know, like you said, just control your area. Like, if you know that the majority of your guests are coming from Monmouth County, like, where we are, great, Monmouth County, that's cool. You know, I think we've had, like, uh, maybe, like, I don't even know of anybody who has it from, like, locally. I like, think they or, said there's right? 22 cases in the state of New Jersey as a whole. Okay. There's probably way more cases of the flu going around. Right. <laughs> right. You know, in our area, so... You know, like, if if you know that area, you're comfortable, like, keep it to a home game. You know what I mean? Right. As much as it and, might. And, and, you know, here here's a hard thing for a client right. to decide. But should should you as a client decide, you know what, I'm going to go through and have the event and I realize I'm going to lose a part of my audience or I should go through the painstaking task of rescheduling the event for myself, my vendors, mm-hmm. my guests. You know, like, that. that's a tricky one. But the same applies to a snowstorm, you know. Man, if I do the party mm-hmm. when it's snowing, I might lose twenty or thirty guests. I will say our, our our style of event is a little bit of a X factor. You know, it's not a birthday party, it's not a you know a, I guess a, an anniversary. Not that these events aren't important by any means, but like you know, mitzvah, your rite of passage, like it's a huge day. You know, like a wedding. You know, like these are huge monumental right. days. So, you know. The making the call whether or not we should be canceling it or not obviously has a lot more of a weighted, you know, decision to yeah. be made here, which, you know, it's it's definitely a toss up. And you know, this is great. It's a great topic for you guys too. If you have any comments on this or, or thoughts or um, you know, you guys are listening or you have listeners that that are that are tuned in, let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. If you're planning an event and you have, you know, maybe you've had a, a you know a, a coronavirus. Not scared, but but you're you're worried about it. Like any input that you can give to us too, because we love seeing it on the other end as well. Um, really, what we're trying to do here, I always say it all the time. The entertainment industry is is still very new. It's like the wild west, you know. <laughs> like there's no school, there's no like classes. You can't go to you know aside from Scratch Academy, you can't go to the you know emceeing school of you know whatever. I mean, there is like you know organizations like NACE and stuff like that. You know, like the speakers organizations and stuff like that that are out there, but. Other than that, there's no schooling, so we're kind of writing the book, and that's another reason for the purpose of this podcast, and podcasts like, again, shout out to Mike Walter and Joe Bunn, who have their own stuff going on. The entertainment industry, you know, right now, and, and, and more than ever, I think we have to band together as a family, so, you know, if you guys have any insight that you can give to us to help us better our culture, we'd love to hear that. All right, George, an email just came across my desk, actually, that was pretty interesting, and it, and it actually said on it, um, you know... To industry professionals, do your best to limit handshaking, hugs, kisses, like things that are natural to us. Like a client comes in, it's a hug and kiss. Yeah, hey, what's up? I know. You know, it's more of a a chest bump or an elbow or maybe just a a wave from six feet away. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, these are, you know, 
This is the reality of today. Someone's hell-bent on not having us make that personal touch, man. We try so hard. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> so let's wrap this one up, man. This is a, a, a excuse me, but a crummy topic. Yeah, it really about. is an awful topic. Next Coronas I want to talk about, the ones we're drinking on the beach. Yep. Yes, sir. So, so yeah, uh, episode 52, that should mark a year of recordings. Just about. That's pretty cool. And as always, we love your feedback. Make sure you're checking us out on all podcasting platforms. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, um, and we love your feedback. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, if you have an idea for a topic, if you have an idea for a guest or a cool segment that Mike and I can do, please let us know. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend coming up. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one.